You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Here's today's question. Good morning. My question is in Matthew 8, uh, Jesus calming the storm. It's just a few verses, 23 to 27. And it says a furious storm came up, waves sweeping over. And Jesus rebukes them and says, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Well, that isn't an exactly irrational fear. When there's a huge storm, they're used to being on the lake and and the weather. So to be that afraid, it must have been an unusual storm. Scripture says furious. So why would he at this point, as early in his ministry, call them out of having little faith and to be afraid? Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. This is a great question, Hannah, and it's a good reminder that context is critical. So let's go back and frame the question she asked from Matthew chapter 8. In recent weeks, the disciples had seen Jesus do a number of things. He healed a leper immediately. And that's a case study in and of itself because the, the Jews and the Pharisees, they would not touch a leper. They wouldn't go near a leper. And there were all these laws and codes in Leviticus about how you define leprosy, what kind of leprosy. And they were typically ostracized. The healing of a leper immediately was a function of, okay, who's clean now? Right. Because you can't touch a leper and be unclean. Uh-huh. So it, it was a lot going on in that little phrase. He healed a centurion servant at a distance. Huh. So now we've got these two parallels. We've got he healed this leper that was unclean. He heals a servant uh, away from him, and the report comes back, as you know. Then he heals Peter's mother-in-law, who had a fever, And then there was a long line in that same passage in chapter 8 of Matthew of all these people that were demon-possessed, that were oppressed. In fact, verse 16 says, and he healed all who were ill. All who were ill. Wow. So they've seen this litany of things that Christ has done. And now the passage that she notes is the hinge. The crowds are coming for a miracle. In Matthew 8, let me pick up the text in verse 18. Matthew 8, 18. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to depart to the other side of the sea. Then a scribe came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes, the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of his disciples said to him, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me, and allow the dead to bury their own dead. When he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm of the sea, so that the boat was being covered with waves, but Jesus himself was asleep. And this, of course, is where she picks up that they're terrified, they're afraid. Now, let's talk about this context being so critical. They've seen these miracles, they've witnessed these healings, and now Jesus is the text calls it discipleship tested. Are you willing to be my disciple? One of the first points I want to observe in verse 18 when he says to go to the other side of the sea, Howard Hendricks said, he didn't tell his disciples, let's go drown. (laughs) (laughs) So before they get in the boat, he's already said, we're going on the other side of the Mm -hmm. Sea of Galilee. Mm -hmm. So one point before we look at this in a little more detail, some of these guys are proficient fishermen. Right. They know the Sea of Galilee. And when you go to Israel, if you haven't been there, you will see this is a lake, not an ocean. It's not a huge body of water. 
So when a storm would come up through the Valley of Doves, it could easily uh, engulf a ship. So this isn't like they're out in the middle of the ocean. So this storm is is terrifying. Uh, They're aware of what can happen out there. They're experienced fishermen. And I think part of what's going on in this text is, I'm going to take a nap in a boat. I'm with you. Do you trust me? Hmm. You followed me to go across the other side. These other people didn't. They wanted to bury their dead. They wanted to do this or that. Uh, I don't have a home to go to. Are you going to follow me? Hmm. And so the illustration is pretty poignant. All the healings, all the miracles, all the power. Now, get in the boat. We're going to go across the other side of the sea, and they're terrified. So to me, this test of discipleship is not just for those uh, in the larger crowd, but do you, as my disciples, trust me? And based on the few things that Matthew records, I would just sum it up to say, they had more than enough evidence to believe. He was, if nothing else, powerful. Mm-hmm. He's with them. And here's the application. Just like you and me, we have to learn and relearn the same truths over and over again. Experiences in our, We know Christ is faithful, yet we worry. Mm-hmm. We know he comes through, yet we're concerned. We're anxious. Uh, we, we don't sleep. We have all these issues. But it's easy to tell someone else, you know, hey, you're anxious? Don't be. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. we're not anxious, right? Yeah. So I think what Christ is telling us in the bigger picture here is, I have shown you more than enough evidence yeah. that I'm sufficient. Will you trust me? And don't miss, he's with them yeah. in the storm. Yeah. It's not as though he's you know absent from their problem. Yeah, that's really helpful to me because I think I kind of agree with this caller. It's easy to jump in and go, hey, it feels like Jesus is being a little harsh on them, you know? But you're right, putting that into the context and hearing all of the miracles, all of the ways he'd already proven himself. I mean, I'm sure we'd all still do the exact same thing if we were the ones in the boat. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's unreasonable to think Christ was hard on his disciples sometimes. Mm, yeah. Because there are times he rebukes Peter. There's times yeah. he corrects them. And I don't, you know, some of the depictions of Jesus being this meek and mild and really you know, sweet, Gandhi-esque kind of guy mm-hmm. is, is not accurate. Sometimes he was he was forceful. Sometimes he was compassionate. Yeah. Sometimes he was, you know, just blunt. So uh, we need to see the God-man with a, a better New Testament lens than just the way we want to think Jesus might have answered these kind of questions. But a great question. Thanks for calling in. If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694, or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easley in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain, and you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.